Hey there, this is Chase Hansen, your DFW Realtor, and welcome to the audio version of my monthly updates for the Dallas-Fort Worth area home and housing market. Since this is the audio from a video update, you may hear me reference a picture or graph from time to time. I do my best to explain what's happening in those visual pieces anyways, so hopefully you can still get the content, and you can always go check out the video on my YouTube channel, Chase Hansen, DFW Realtor, if you feel like you missed anything. That should be all you need to know. Uh, you can find all my contact info if you need any help with real estate needs on my YouTube channel as well. I hope you find this helpful. Let's get into it. Hey there, and welcome to the March 2023 update for the Dallas-Fort Worth, North Texas housing market. I'm Chase Hansen, your DFW Realtor, and every month I'm here unpacking what it's really like for home buyers and sellers out there today. Not based on headlines and hot takes, but what me and my team are actually seeing, working with clients every day, and what we're hearing from the real estate professionals we connect with throughout the area. Not only that, but I'll break down the trends looking at one of the top factors influencing the housing market, where it's at, where it's going, so you can be informed as a consumer in this marketplace. This year has already been an adventure in the housing market. There are a number of factors that influence the housing market and how those conditions look for buyers and sellers who are trying to move. And right now, some of those factors are competing with each other, pushing and pulling in opposite directions, what I'm going to call the tug of war of the real estate market. Be sure to stick around for today's Nerd Corner, my second segment in this video, because I'll break down what those factors are, why they're pulling in different directions, and how that changes your experience as a home buyer or seller. But first, I'm going to give you the news on the ground. This is the part of the update where I give you the on-the-ground report of what it's like to be a buyer or seller in today's market, what you can expect if you're out there today. This has been an interesting month in real estate. At this point, we are officially into the spring market. This is the time of year that most people are out buying or selling. Like I've mentioned in previous updates, though, the buyers came out early this year, so things have been unique. Let me break this down for you and give you the details first for buyers, then for sellers. For buyers in the market right now, you're facing a mix of factors. In the median price point for the area and lower, so for DFW more broadly, let's say anything $350,000 or lower, there's been a lot of demand, which has meant a little bit of competition over houses that are priced right. And the inventory of houses for sale hasn't caught up with demand yet. We're hoping to see that level out a bit as we move further into the spring market, where more houses go on the market, relieves some of that pressure. A lot of buyers have already factored in the current interest rates to their budget, hope to refinance a couple years down the road, and understand that it's worth it to get into a home they own in the long run. That sentiment was boosted by the fact that rates dipped down for a bit in the first quarter of the year. And although they've shifted back up some, that demand still seems to be there for people who have decided that home ownership is a priority for them, especially in that first-time home buyer price point. Then in your above-medium price point, so 400s and up, you've seen less high demand and a bit more of an even market with less competition as a buyer. So, long story short for buyers, expect some competition. Don't count on that house being there next weekend if you're interested in it and it's priced right. And be sure to factor in some of that volatility in interest rates. Long term, we do expect there to be room to refinance and relieve some of that monthly payment. But budget around what you can afford now. Make sure you're working with a lender who can help you make smart decisions and an agent who does the homework on the market more broadly, as well as a specific house you're interested in. I'd love to be that for you if you need a realtor. Now for sellers. 
As always, the buyer side gives you some insight for what to expect, but just to drill down into some of these points to position yourself well, you have two things that are important to consider here. On the one hand, there has not been enough other inventory coming on the market yet this year. If you're planning to sell, that's really good for you because that means your house is more likely to get seen and attract potential buyers because there's less noise in the market to pull away that attention. On the other hand, the moving target of interest rates and some of the pressures on buyer affordability, specifically the buyers who are getting loans, means that you have to be careful about things like pricing and timing. Houses that are priced right, based on real research, current data, not, not what you think it should be worth because this other house sold for X amount last summer, that's not going to cut it here. Those sellers who approach the market with that more level-headed approach and guidance of professionals are going to be the ones who win in this market. It is more important than ever to have a good team around you and to interview agents and see who is going to put in the work for you. If you're thinking of selling or buying this year and need a real estate advisor on your team to make sure you get the most out of your move this year, I'd love to talk, answer any questions you have, and help you through this process. My contact info is in the description, or you can DM me on Instagram at DFW, same tag as this YouTube channel. Now we're going to move on to our nerd corner and talk about some important trends in the market. First though, go ahead and give this video a like if you haven't already. That helps us reach more people with this important info. And if you aren't subscribed to this channel yet, go ahead and subscribe to keep up with these monthly updates as well as local highlights and pro tips for people who are moving or thinking about moving. Now it's time to go a bit deeper. This is our nerd corner where I dive into the trends, statistics, and news stories that are important for understanding the market. So I promised we'd talk about this at the beginning of the video, what I'm calling the real estate tug of war. These are major market dynamics that you typically look at for trends and expectations of where things are going. And right now we see multiple of them pulling in opposite directions. Now that could sound scary because uncertainty can be unnerving. But my hope is that as we understand these factors, we can hone in on the important things that we need to to take fullest advantage of the situation we're in. Even in less clear-cut markets, there are always people who need to or want to move. And so if we're informed and understand how to reduce some of the risk that uncertainty can bring in, we're freed up to make wise and confident decisions that can pay off in the long run. So let's look at some of these factors, shall we? The first factor we'll look at is mortgage rates. The second factor we'll look at is inventory. And the third factor we'll look at is the broader economy. Now I'll mention a couple others, but those are the three that I'll center this discussion on because... I want this to be a short video. Uh, there are specific things happening with these that you need to understand if you're going to understand what's happening in the housing market this year. And then afterwards, I'll tell you what you can do to make the right decision for you and your family. First factor, mortgage rates. This is what brought the real estate market to its knees at the end of last year. And every time anything moves with them, the entire industry either rejoices or rages. Here's what's happening. Broad strokes, because you might know some of this already, but the Federal Reserve has been pushing up their interest rate basis points, which at its simplest level raises the floor on interest rates. The reason they want higher interest rates is because that makes it less likely for people to freely spend money, which makes it more likely that prices drop on consumer items, and that fights inflation. Higher mortgage rates mean higher monthly payments, which limits how many people can qualify for mortgages or how many people are willing to take on a new mortgage at that rate. So this factor should be pushing demand down, and that in theory should also push home prices down. Hold on though, there's more. Second factor, inventory. 
Now, this is a story that goes all the way back to the last major financial crash in 2007-2008. Because that crash was a real estate-based bubble that popped, what came out of it in the aftermath was a lot more restrictions and regulations. Some good, some that have proven to be an issue. The good ones are tighter lending standards, that means the normal loans given out on houses today are secure, with fixed rates, and only given to people who have been heavily screened to actually be able to afford what they're getting into. That's good and important. It's part of why what's happening right now is very different from the market crash back then. The downside, though, is that there has been a lot less building over the last 15 years. And so as population and demand has increased, there has not been the increase in housing to actually meet that demand. Less houses available means prices are stable or go up because the demand is there. Add on to that long-standing factor, the current moment where many people have refinanced down into the super low pandemic rates. And so if someone doesn't have to move, why would they leave their 3% rate for a 7% rate? So there's less casual moving happening in this market, which further limits inventory, and in theory, pushes prices up or at a minimum, holds them steady. Third factor, the rest of the economy. Between inflation, the war, supply chains, technology shifts, and just the normal cycles of the economy, there are plenty of indications and expectations out there that there is a recession coming. And recessions happen. It's just a factor of living in a market economy like we do. Now, that can have a variety of impacts on housing depending on the specific shape that takes. For example, let's say there's wider layoffs due to companies cutting costs. That has two impacts that could have downward price impacts on the housing market. One is that people who can't afford their payments due to career shifts and need to sell, so inventory increases. And then there's the people who would have entered the market but decided to wait because of financial uncertainty, so demand lowers. Those put, both put downward pressure on home prices. But at the same time, recessions have historically always led to lowered interest rates, and typically housing is one of the first interest industries to lead out of a recession, as lowered interest rates mean more investment as people feel more stable economically, jump to take advantage of the buying opportunities that are in front of them. Then there's things to consider like millennials, of which I'm included, being the largest generation since the baby boomers and currently in the prime of entering the housing market. This has contributed to a lot of that increased demand. And consider things like rising rents that put pressure on people wanting to get into more stable housing that they can control. There's all these competing factors that push and pull the housing market. And because they're pulling in different directions, there's a lot of different opinions out there about what's going to happen and what the right move is because some people put more weight on one factor or another. The fact of the matter is none of us has a crystal ball. We can't time the housing market perfectly, so if you're a person who needs to or wants to move, what do you do? I'm going to give you three things. Three things that are more certain that can help you clarify your decision making and hopefully give you some confidence for how you want to move forward. Here's the three things. Your money, your motivation, and history. Those are three things that you can stand on when making housing decisions that aren't dependent on news pundits and headlines. They're the things that actually matter when deciding whether it's the right time for you to move and how to best take that next step. Money, motivation, and history. Let me briefly show you what I mean. First, money. I'm going to say something that we should know to be true, but I think we forget sometimes. Those people yelling on the internet or on cable news do not control your budget. You do. 
You're the person who knows your income, your expenses, your current debt load, your credit situation. And while things like the economy and mortgage rates do influence costs in some of those specifics at times, what matters is what you can afford. And the way to know that is to talk with the lender, make a plan, and to know what you're willing to spend. You get to decide your budget. And if you can qualify for a mortgage and can afford to move now with interest rates where they're at, then if they've dropped two years from now and you can refinance, you'll have that much more of your budget back. So base your budget on your goals, not the angry people on the internet. Second, motivation. Why do you want to move? A lot of times people move because of a major life change. So births, marriages, divorces, career changes, lifestyle decisions, those things happen regardless of the market. And they're all perfectly valid reasons to move. So when you do need to move or you have a strong desire to move because your current living situation just isn't working for you for one reason or another, then don't let fear and uncertainty keep you from doing what you need to do or at least putting a plan into motion to make that desire a reality. If the money is right and the motivation is right, then it's right. And that's because of this last piece. Third and finally, history. History is on the side of the homeowner. Say you bought a house at the very peak of the market in 2007. At that time, the average price of a house in North Texas was $212,000. You know what the average house was worth in the same month in 2017? $311,000. That's almost $100,000 of value gained in a 10-year window that included the largest economic downturn since the Great Depression. Now, there are reasons other than financial to want to own a home. There's a freedom and stability that comes with ownership that you just can't get as a renter. But if you want to talk finances, owning a home is a real investment. And rather than trying to time the market, if the money is right and the motivation is right, then maybe it's worth taking those steps forward, knowing that the historical trends are on your side. So while there are competing dynamics in the real estate tug of war that's happening this year, the things that you should give the most weight to are whether your money and your motivation are right. Because we can't predict everything, but this too shall pass, and you need to do what's right for you and your family. That's our Nerd Corner. Make sure you drop a like on the video to get this info out to more people, and maybe go ahead and share this with a friend to make sure they're informed about what's going on in our market, especially if they're planning to move this year. Thanks for watching. My name is Chase Hansen. I'm a real estate agent serving buyers and sellers in the DFW and North Texas area. If you or someone you know are looking to move this year, I would love to be the agent that gets you where you're trying to go. You can email me directly at chasehansen at remax.net. Follow me on Instagram at Hansen Realtors DFW for more great content or to DM and connect. Uh, and you can find that contact info in the video description as well. Be sure to subscribe, like, Check out my other videos on my channel. Thanks again for watching, and I'll see you next time.